This is the Mason Vera Pain Show, your go-to lifestyle program, covering everything from technology and gaming to movies, TV shows, and pop culture to the supernatural and beyond. Brought to you from Chicago, USA, with your host, the unabridged millennial, Mason Vera Payne. New Illinois is a nonprofit organization with a plan for splitting from the state of Illinois. Mainly, they want Chicago and Cook County to secede from Illinois. Vice President of New Illinois, Jeff Tips, elaborates on their position and updates us on how far they are in the process of making this happen. Thanks for joining me, Jeff. Absolutely great to be here. Thank you. Could you tell me what are some of the reasons people are supporting this secession for? The course of the last year has really highlighted the reasons where we have a a small few that is dictating what goes on in the state for the majority of our residents. Lockdowns from the tip of Illinois all the way down to southern Illinois, where we saw uh, cases were non-existent in southern Illinois. Uh, Businesses just destroyed, and all they're doing is looking to increase taxes left and right. So again, Cook County is dictating what happens to uh, the rest of the state. Budgets still not being paid, teachers' unions controlling the state, and we can. people are getting more and more vocal. Where we have 23 counties that have already been ratified, 67 more on the table. So Wow. So all of those counties, they've said, hey, we're, we want to pull away from Cook County, or specifically the city itself? Obviously, there's a lot of attention on Cook County because of the, the power that is there. But we've said all along that we're looking to create a new Illinois and pull away from Illinois. So yes, 23 have been ratified, meaning that they have boards in place, members established, and have gone through a specific process. 67 are in the process of completing their board and ratifying as well. Do you think if Cook County did leave from the rest of Illinois, that this would fix all the fiscal problems of, you know, central and southern Illinois? If we were to create a new Illinois, it wouldn't fix it immediately, but it would it would put us on the right track to have true representative government, to have all voices heard, right? Again, representative government there to start putting in place, not really even start, but to put in place an effective constitution that mandates that the budget is balanced. Because when we do split, when that does happen, a new state is formed, there's going to have to be a negotiation process. We understand that. We're going to have to take on some of that debt, unfortunately. But with true fiscal responsibility, that won't be an issue. And lack of corruption, I should say, also. Lack of corruption. I don't know. That seems to be spread all across Illinois like a like a fine butter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's centralized, really. We see it in Cook in Springfield, but it really is stemming from, from Cook County. Don't you think, seceding from Chicago or just Cook County, that it's a bit of an overreaction? Wouldn't it be better to have revised representation? I'd love that. Yeah. Would it be better? It would be. Unfortunately, that that just hasn't happened. We're severely outnumbered from a standpoint of special interest, from misguided policies within Cook County, and it hasn't shown to work where the rest of the state, you look outside of Cook County, where residents vote for, right, and who they're trying to elect is not aligned with who gets in office. The constant push, the email sent to representatives, the folks that we hear on a daily, weekly basis, those aren't the reforms and the policies and the laws that are being put in place at the state level. It just doesn't match up. So no matter how hard we see constitutional-minded politicians push to become elected, they're constantly defeated. 
the quote-unquote machine, if you will, there's an outnumbered process, number of residents being outnumbered, if that makes sense. Now, has your organization spoke with our state representatives and senators? What were their thoughts on the succession? Yeah, we continue to be in contact with them. And Representative Brad Halbrook has been fantastic to work with as well, has been a huge leader um, among others. The Republican side seems to be with us. I would say a majority, absolutely. But again, there isn't that control. And, and I want to be careful with that because we're a nonpartisan group these days. It tends to our viewpoint with constitutional beliefs, right, fiscal policy and, and having representative government seems to fall on the right side, though that should be middle. We have support, just not majority of support, because as we know, in Illinois, Democrats control heavily the heavy majority. So Madigan all he has to do is, is wave his wand and, and whatever he wants gets done for his side. And the other side's not hurt, unfortunately. So what has been the step so far? Like, have you guys figured out how to, like, who's you're going to be the next governor, I guess, of this new state? Like, I imagine there's like this whole daunting list of people you have to get. There's a roadmap for sure. It's not up to us. New Illinois, we're an educational organization. We're there to show the people how to get there to the creation of a new state. It's up to the people to select a governor, right? We're not a dictatorship. It would be, you know, we've just started listing our grievances. So there's a process, right? We ratify counties. We get about 20% of the counties ratified. Then start listing your grievances. And we will start doing that more on a weekly basis. We just list our first grievance and we'll post that up on our various sites. From there, we hope to have a negotiation process with the state of Illinois as a path of a way out. They, they're buried. They know it. They can't pay for everything. They haven't been paying in the teacher's pension. So it will come to a head. And at that time, we will be ready to help pick up the pieces, separate, send this to the House of Representatives, and hopefully have the creation of the 51st state. And then from there, we will have a voting process on a governor, elected representation. Now, these counties, we do select representation in the interim, but absolutely, there'll be a free and fair public voting process. Now, I live in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, so I don't live directly in Chicago, but I am part of Cook County. A few of my neighbors have asked, like, can we secede from Cook County, our specific <laughs> suburb? <laughs> Is that possible? Absolutely, you can. So that, that's why we want, we want to be careful with picking on saying, hey, we're leaving Cook County because, no, we're leaving Illinois. And we continue to hear from folks within Cook County that say, we're done. How do we join with? Don't leave us. <laughs> um, by no means. I mean, once you get the, the counties ratified, you know, you start pulling those together, lines start to get drawn. And it's very possible that dip into the current day Cook County, if you will. That makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of daunting because it does feel like you guys are leaving us here. Hey, we understand that some people might like what Illinois is doing. And hey, good for you, please. And, and that's, that's the beautiful thing about this country. If you don't like this, the, uh, this, the, the state you're in, you have the option to move. If you like the state you're in, but you don't like the policies, guess what? Within the Constitution, you have the option to try to create a new state. That's what we're saying. We have our friends here, our family here, our history here. I don't want to leave the state. Therefore, I'll create a new state. I've even heard that downtown Chicago wanted to secede from Chicago. Is that one true? <laughs> I haven't heard that one, but you blame them? It's madness what's going on. I don't get it. None of it makes logical sense to me. It's unfortunate. I think the solution is much easier 
let's just simplify things. We're overcomplicating everything. And thankfully, the Constitution does lay things out in a simple manner. It gives a roadmap, and that's what we're going to follow. Stuff shouldn't be complicated. It shouldn't be, but, you know, especially with <laughs> Illinois, you can't help but to think of how crooked they are. You know, it's. I think it's been in, embedded in Illinois for centuries because it just feels like this is the way we are. And we get picked on all the time. You hear it on mainstream media and I mean, everyone just shakes their head. It's to be expected. But I don't just think it's just downtown. What about the rest of the state? I can't imagine that mayors don't know how to pull finances from Chicago or just Cook County or are able to do something. Is there enough proof to prove that our local government is working the way it's intended? You're not wrong, and I guarantee there is some of that. But what do we know? That when corruption is upheld, when nobody's held accountable, when it's viewed as the norm, that others that are maybe on the fence tend to shrug their shoulders and, and join in. But when you form a constitution and an accountability system that says, hey, we're going to make moral and just decisions, we're going to abide by a constitution that represents all, that message gets passed down to other counties, to towns, to mayors. And if you don't follow this, Go to, back to, to Illinois. At New Illinois, we don't do that. So I think if your culture is good, then good people want to be a part of that. People don't want to, people will actually say, we always want to destroy good. But if we don't allow them to, you truly draw a line in the sand and hold that line, then people will stop messing with you. This is where people come for corruption. This is where people come and join the Madigan team, take advantage of people. It's just unfortunate. It is. This is the place where you pass laws at three in the morning. <laughs> Right. I mean, but why? I mean, transparency. I don't understand. If you have nothing to hide, show them the meetings that you have. Hey, let them see the laws that you're, you're trying to pass. How close is New Illinois? Do you think it's going to happen in, like, let's say 10 years? There will be an absolute opportunity, I believe, in less than 10 years and probably within the next five years based on what's happening with our fiscal recklessness. At some point, the bills are going to come due, right? Is that next month? Is that two years from now? We have people looking at the numbers and, and trying to make better predictions at that. Will they get mass bailout with the new administration? Those are things we can't possibly know. What we can do today is make sure we have everything possible in place so we are ready to step in when Illinois does fall off the cliff, just like California, rapidly headed that way. We'll be there with some representation. We'll be there to, to work with the federal level, the House of Representatives, and negotiate our creation process, really. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. And for those listening, where can they find more information about New Illinois? Well, we have our New Illinois State website. Uh, we are on Facebook, also under New Illinois. We are in Parlor as well, but as we know, that's shut down, hopefully up soon. And the time being, we are on Twitter. So our hope is Parlor is up and running and people go there as we're not sure what's going to happen on Facebook as we continue to see issues. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. And don't forget to share the show with your friends.